Hi guys, my name is Girish Bali, your host for today. Back to basics. This is what we're talking. Back to basics. So we have invited a guest today,、uh, who's a podcaster, who's an author, who what people they call a health detective. So we're gonna get into that basics of that and 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 talk to this guy and and it's amazing. I've seen all his videos and amazing videos. Uh, amazing personality, I'll tell you that because I've spoken to him several times, and just amazing. His name is Ben Azadi, and Ben, how are you doing today?、I'm、doing amazing, Garish. Thanks for the introduction, and、uh, thank you for the invitation. Oh no, no problem. So, what is the first question? Is before we get into all the basics, what does back to basics means to you? Oh yeah, I love that.、Uh, Question to start right there because for me I'm in the health space so for me it go, it means going back to the basics of how our ancestors lived、uh, and when we could mimic our ancestors now not everything right we have technology we have amazing cutting edge resources but the fundamentals of health go back to basics so for example every single one of our ancestors did keto they went in and out of ketosis they practiced intermittent fasting they got up when the sun went up they went down after the sun went down that. So、what it means to go back to basics, and guess what? Every single cell in the body is designed to go back to basics, to go and live the way that our ancestors lived, because that's the way that we're hardwired into every single one of our cells and DNA. And when we could go back to basics and follow the fundamentals, the body will thrive. We'll have more energy. We'll have more fat loss. We'll feel good. So Ben, so why why do you think that I invited you today? Do you think that we we want to talk about keto diet? Or we're going to talk about health. Well, we want to talk about health, energy, how to perform better, how to live a longer life, and、uh, ketosis could be a part of that for sure. But there's a lot of tools that we have available. So I think you invited me so I could share what I learned with your audience, so they could apply these tools, these back to basic health tools, so they could thrive and have more energy and feel good. Yes.、Yeah, so guys, let me let me explain here. So a keto diet, a keto camp. This is what Ben Azadi is all about. Keto camp. So we're gonna talk about what the camp is. Camp with a K, not a C. So、yeah. we're gonna talk about why the difference between the C and a K. So let's. That's the first question. So let's go ahead, Ben. What What's the difference between the C and the K? Well, when we were rebranding, my my first company was Shred Fat. When we were rebranding into a new niche, we thought of Keto Camp. Me and my marketing coach Sean Croxton, we thought of Keto Camp. And we thought, oh, okay, there's a cool little play on words there, like KK Keto Camp instead of using the C, and then we could get a cool logo KK. So it, it sounded a lot cooler and better and easier off the tongue when you have Keto Camp Camp with the K. It just aligns better than the KC. So that's why we decided to go with that. Awesome! That's an amazing uh, uh, insight to why we changed that. Now, I know that you have three books. I think if I'm not mistaken, and then you can you know correct me. I think one is called Perfect Health Booklet, and the other is Intermediate Fat、uh, Fasting Cheat、uh, Cheat, and the other is Power of Sleep. So、yeah. how how did this came in place? You want to go one by one on that? Yeah. So those books have three books.、Uh, came out 2018. First one, which was the Perfect Health Booklet. The reason I wrote that one.、Um, I well, I would start writing books and I would stop for years, but this was the first one I actually completed.、I、actually, wrote that one in sixty days. I was really inspired to write it, and that book is a very easy read. It's a small book. It's called a booklet, 
Uh, and the re reason I wrote that one is because I got tired of going to networking events and parties and just events. And I would explain what I do, hand, maybe hand a business card, but the likelihood of that business card going in the back pocket and then forgetting about it was high. But I thought if I handed them a book, a booklet that gives them just general rules of how to live a healthy life, they would be more likely to keep that book and read that book, keep it on their coffee table, see my brand on there. So that's why I decided to write that one. It's a very, very easy read. And then I decided to write a book about sleep, the power of sleep, which was my second book, because sleep is back to basic approach. It's fundamental to health. It's important for entrepreneurs. It's important for every single human being. So I wrote five chapters, chapters on sleep, biohacks for sleep. And then intermittent fasting was a very easy read as well. I just answered the top 20 questions I've been receiving on intermittent fasting. And I put it in a very easy to read book. I backed it up with science and I gave some actionable steps. Now I'm, I'm in the process of completing my fourth book, which is the biggest book I've ever written. It's taken the longest time. It's going to be uh, 14 chapters. It's 97% complete. I'm actually sending it in to uh, get the final review next week. And that's called Keto Flex, where I go more into the science of keto, ketosis, intermittent fasting, how the body works from a cellular level. And there's also recipes. So that one is uh, my, my, my biggest one to date. And I'm excited about that one. So that's the fourth one coming out. And when is that coming out? We're aiming for that to come out late March, early April, 2021. So very, very soon. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So the other thing now is let's go back to basics. How did this whole thing started for you? Was there like a, a turning point that you said, you know what, I need to focus on health or did it just come by accident? It didn't come by accident. Uh, it came when I was, I found myself at the age of 24 years old back in 2008 being a obese man. I weighed 250 pounds at that point. Uh, so I was obese physically and I was obese mentally, toxic thoughts, suicidal thoughts, depression. I, I was going through a very difficult time in my life where my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at that time ended up being my ex-girlfriend because she broke up with me and I was depressed. I was working a nine to five job that wasn't inspiring. I was overweight and I was broken and I was broke and broken. So uh, I was just frustrated and I wanted to give up on life, but thank God I didn't. I kept thinking about my mother and what she would have to deal with if I took my own life. So it stopped me. And then I went back to basics, if you will. And I started to read the books of authors who have done incredible things in their lives, like Dr. Wayne Dyer, Bob Proctor, Earl Nightingale. Nightingale. And uh, it really inspired me and it helped me take ownership over my circumstances for the first time ever. I, up until that point, I was playing the victim card. I was blaming everyone and everything, my slow metabolism, my genetics, my enabling family members, the president, I mean, yada, 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 you could just name it. And I was not taking any responsibility. So those books actually helped me reframe and get back to the basics, which is the fact that we're responsible for our results. I was responsible for my results. And for the first time in my life at the age of 24, I now became responsible and I became the victor of my present and future, no longer the victim of my past. So I put my foot down and I started to exercise, started to eat better. And nine months from that moment of taking ownership and responsibility, I went from this 250 pound man, obese physically and mentally. Nine months later, I went down to 170 pounds. I went from 34% body fat down to 6% body fat, size 38 in my waist with my pants to size 30. And I finally carved out this physical six pack. But the most important thing that I achieved during that transformation 
was a mental six pack. I started to think better thoughts. And then that's what really uh, inspired me. Now I had the energy to create my first company and I became a personal trainer and then a health coach. And then I started to write those books, but it needed to start with my health, which is as back to basic as it gets because health is wealth. And if you want to do big things in, in this world, if you want to just be more productive, if you want to have mental clarity, if you want to have energy for your family, it is going back to basics of taking care of your health, which is fundamental because you could have all the money in the world, but if your health is crap, you would trade your life with somebody who has healthy, uh, uh, who has health and, and they're broke. You would trade all your money with somebody who has the health because that's what everybody is seeking. And I have come to discover is that when you take care of your health, everything else upgrades. And you think weight is something that we should focus on? Or the number game, the number games, in a sense, cholesterol level needs to be leveled up nicely. Vitamin D needs to be leveled up. Or do you think this, the slim and trim is the way to go? And that's the correct way. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, definitely focusing on weight loss is not the way to go because that's not how the body works. We don't lose weight to get healthy. We get healthy to lose weight. So yeah, I think it's important, more important to focus on your lab markers. Like you said, your inflammatory markers, your lipid panel, your uh, A1C, your glucose, your insulin. These are things that are very, very important. But also, how do you feel? We, sh we are designed to thrive. We're designed to wake up in the morning, have amazing energy, go through our entire day with amazing energy. And then at night, we go to bed and we get good sleep and we recover and then do it all over again. But if you're not, if you're getting the afternoon energy slump or you're uh, having brain fog and you're forgetting people's names and you have 30, 40, 50, 80 extra pounds of body fat, those are symptoms. And the symptom is not the problem. The symptom is actually the it's, it's actually a good thing. It's telling you something is wrong or something awry. So we don't want to just ignore the symptoms. We want to acknowledge them, but then get to the cause, which is a back to basic approach. What's the cause of the symptom and it could be far removed from the symptom, but it's important to remove the cause, remove the interference, and then your body will heal. So uh, Ben, so now a lot of people, it's a myth question, really. A lot of people, they think keto diet is more so much of protein, which means so much of fat, but then people, they don't realize that there's good and bad fat. So do you want to explain on that part? Absolutely, Garish. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions around keto because it's very, very popular. Keto is not a diet. It's a metabolic process. And like I mentioned, every single one of our ancestors did keto. They, they, you know, their environment forced them into ketosis and then they got out of ketosis and then they went back in and back and forth. That's the principle behind keto flex. Um, so yes, you could eat a whole bunch of fat. You could eat a whole bunch of protein and you will get into ketosis. That's one way to do it. Or you could eat the right amount of fat, the right quality of fat and the right amount of protein and then still get into ketosis. So there's, it depends on the, how you do it, but not all fats are created equal. Not all protein is created equal because there are really bad fats out there, toxic rancid fats that might get you into ketosis but they're not allowing your body to heal. They're increasing inflammation. And that's not the overall goal here. What we teach here at Keto Camp is health at the cellular level. We want to teach our cells to thrive, to produce energy, to burn fat. And you do that with the right fats and the right proteins and the right carbs. And you have them at the right time, which is where the intermittent fasting component comes into play. So this is more vegetarian or non-veg or both? You could do keto as a vegetarian because 
you know, it's really a matter of dropping your carbs low enough and uh, not eating as frequently. So it can be done. It is more challenging to do it as a vegetarian, especially if you're more of a vegan, but it can be done. So it depends on, on your philosophy and your approach, but either way it could work. So is keto focused on fat or keto focused on uh, high protein or carbs? It's definitely focused. Uh, the here's is where all the keto approaches have some. Here's what they have in common. Yeah, they all drop the carbs low. So as long as you could drop your total carbs below like 50 grams per day, you should get in, you should get into ketosis. Now, where a lot of people do it wrong is they eat the wrong fats and they might even have too much protein. I'm a big fan of protein. I think it's important, but we don't want pro- too much protein all the time. We want to make sure we have some days with high protein, some days with moderate protein, some days with low protein. And then also the fat we get on keto could come from two places. Either we could get our fat on keto from the plate of food in front of us, which is are these fat calories, or we could practice something like fasting and we could get our fat calories from our butt, our hips and our thighs. Our body has the capability of using our fat stores for an energy source. So that's, you know, the right way to do it, I believe. So guys, just keep in mind that this is more of a guidance than anything else. You have to consult with your doctor first before we start doing this, because it could be numbers that it could go out of whack and we don't want that. We want to be balanced out. Your life needs to be balanced out. So with this keto diet, I think you're going to balance out your fat, your high protein, your low protein or carbs. So you got to balance it out with the plan of what Ben Azadi is going to go and guide us on. But First, consult with your doctor first, because you know what? We don't want a person having, let's say, for example, a diabetic and you're and we're giving you fruit uh, dietary. So you got to manage that and and focus on that part. So, Ben, on one of the books uh, I was reading uh, briefly, Power of uh, Sleep, is that more concentrating on, let's say, snoring or sleeping early? Or in in which aspect uh, does that book uh, go to? It more is along the aspects of convincing you, making the argument for sleep, meaning a lot of people will sacrifice sleep to have more time in the day, thinking they're going to be more productive with less sleep, or they'll sacrifice sleep to go exercise to lose weight. But that's not the way the body's designed, right? Going back to the basics here, how the body's designed it's a bad idea to sacrifice sleep to go exercise. Exercise is important. Exercise has its benefits, but the the benefit of exercise is not weight loss. It's for brain function. It's for building lean muscle mass. It's for longevity for sure, but it shouldn't be used for a weight loss tool. Sleep is actually where most of your fat burning hormones do their job and your brain shrinks in size. You flush out toxins. You're, you're uh, helping with your memory. You're taking short-term memory and processing it for long-term memory. So the, the goal of the book is to inspire you to understand and convince you really that we should prioritize sleep. It is the fundamental of health. It is foundational. And if you're doing keto, if you're doing vegan, vegetarianism, whatever it is, paleo, all of that will improve when you focus on sleep. But if you're not focusing on sleep, if you're sacrificing sleep, you're doing everything else right, you're just going to be spinning your wheels. So I do talk about, you know, snoring. I do talk about sleep biohacks and so on and so forth and some tools that you could apply tonight. But the, the overall theme of the book is for you to understand that sleep is so important. And when you prioritize sleep, you're going to feel better and you're going to look much better. Now, uh, during this, these COVID times, how do you manage this whole keto diet, because you can't do much of exercise, right? 
So I guess food, we need to concentrate, but then we need to have balance of both when we try to lose weight or when we try to balance or whatever we're trying to focus on. How do we handle that when we're just sitting at home and doing nothing? Well, we always have our body weight, right? If you're not able to go to the gym, you have your body. Whether you weigh 120 pounds or 220 pounds, you could do some body weight exercises. Hopefully, you could go outside and do good exercise. You're not being restricted to do that. Or you could just exercise in your home. There's a lot of things you can do uh, with that. And then when it comes to the nutrition aspect, that's where something like intermittent fasting comes into play. Like you said, of course, speak with somebody, a doctor, speak with a professional who could guide you through it, make sure they're keeping up with the latest research. But fasting could help you with that. And you could control being at home is actually better in terms of what you're putting in your mouth because you actually have control over your environment versus being at a restaurant or an event. You kind of have to eat what's there. So just having a structure in place and getting rid of the bad stuff, getting in the good stuff, and then making a commitment that this is what you're going to do. So it can be done. It might be a little bit challenging for somebody depending on where they are and how restrictive it is, but it's not impossible. It could be done. You just got to get creative. So Ben, what is your schedule like from morning till evening with this whole um, exercise regime and eating regime? So then we can guide people in a better way uh, from your guy, uh, from your point of view. Yeah. So right now um, I'll just start from the morning. I wake up, right. I wake up around 6 30 AM and uh, I immediately write down my gratitude. I write down my goals. I'm always very diligent with that. I believe what we think about and think about, we bring about. So I'm always writing gratitude and goals. And then I'll take my dog for a walk. And as soon as I step outside, I'll say the words, I'll say it in my head, today is going to be a great day. And then I'll go and I'll walk my dog about a 15, 20 minute walk. And then I'm not listening to anything while I'm walking my dog. I'm not on my cell phone. I haven't even checked my cell phone yet, but I'm saying positive affirmations in my head throughout the whole time I'm walking my dog, come back home. And then I'll start making my coffee about an hour and a half later. Then I'll go up to the rooftop here in my building with my girlfriend, Natasia, drink the coffee, read a book and uh, do some Instagram stories uh, to post for the day. And, uh, and then I'll get my day started and then I'll get into here into my office around 8.30 AM, 9.00 AM. I check the email, start doing interviews like this. Um, you know, going and educating my keto camp Academy community, recording a YouTube video. I typically do carve out 30 to 45 minutes to exercise uh, at least five times a week. However, right now I'm not doing that because I have uh, some lower back pain that I'm dealing with and lower back issues that I'm seeing a chiropractor for. And it's, uh, I haven't been able to exercise actually in about three weeks, which makes me feel a little sluggish when I'm not doing that. But hopefully soon I, I would exercise, I'll be able to exercise. But I typically do that midday, like 12 to 12.45 p.m. And then uh, I just, you know, go out throughout my day. I just, I live by my calendar, whatever's on my calendar. I haven't eaten anything, by the way, at this point. Um, I typically don't eat anything until around 3 p.m. Uh, where I have my first meal. Now I do have coffee. I do have a little bit of some grass-fed ghee and some MCT oil and sea salt with my coffee. What that does helps turn my brain on, helps the caffeine, helps me out as well. It's also a quality coffee bean. And then I'll break the fast around 3 p.m. And then I'll have a, a bigger meal for dinner with my girlfriend, Natasia, around 6 p.m. And that's typically when I'm done with you know my appointment, 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m., and then I'll wind down a little bit, do some studying, maybe watch a TV show with my girlfriend and then uh, do my gratitude and goals at night, go to bed around 9.30, 9.45 and then rinse and repeat. So when is the last time that you eat uh, dinner? Like seven o'clock? 
typically around seven is the cap, um, seven thirty some some nights. But I give myself a good three hours of of no food before bed. I think that's because, guys,、uh, the reason why we eat dinner a little early is because if you think about it, you're sitting down and watching TV or chit chatting with your friends on the phone, and you're not going anywhere. Okay, that your your body needs time to digest the whole thing. If you eat, let's say nine thirty, ten o'clock, then you're not giving much time to digest completely, and then you'll have a whole bunch of fat. Then then you'll complain about tomorrow morning. Yeah. Or <laughs> so it's 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 easier to eat earlier, and that is the key. So,、yeah. so Ben, so regarding Ben Azadi for the next five years, I mean, book we already know that it's coming in. What's what's your plan for the next five years? I have a lot of big goals <laughs> for the next five years.、Um, yeah, the book I want to I want the book to get、uh, half a million、uh, copies sold of the Keto Flex book specifically,、uh, and、uh, just, I just I want to continue doing what I'm doing. I want to grow my online Keto Camp Academy、uh, to I mean I have a goal to get it to two thousand by this year, and then eventually five thousand, ten thousand YouTube channel. We want to get over a million subscribers.、Um, We want to also have our podcast grow to get millions of downloads.、Uh, we also want to do that, and then I also want to do more speaking. I, I really, one of my highest values. Well, here, two of my highest values are this: number one, studying, blocking out time to study, whether it's listening to a podcast, reading a book, watching a YouTube video, and then taking what I've learned and 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 educating on that. Whether it's a YouTube video, a podcast, or my preferred method is speaking on a stage. I love speaking on stages. I, I there's like an energy that I get like this huge like high if you will when I'm speaking on stage and then I get to connect with the audience. So I want to do more of that. I want to do it all over the world. I have two events that I'm speaking at in March: Salt Lake City, Utah, and then、uh, Silicon Valley. So I see myself doing more of that, being on the road,、uh, traveling with my girlfriend Natasha, and、uh, just making an impact and educating the communities. And and coming to back to basics and talking here. And coming back to basics, to back to basics, and talking with Garish. Yes. <laughs> so,、uh, Ben, before we leave、uh, today, any last words before we head out? Yeah, you know, I thank you for allowing me to this opportunity to speak. First of all, and, and it's fun to be able to go to a new platform and just keep up the amazing work that you're doing. Thank you. I.、Uh, I think it's important. I know it's important to before we can do something, you have to think it.、Uh, meaning, the average human being thinks about sixty thousand thoughts per day, and typically ninety percent of those thoughts are the same thoughts from yesterday and the day before. They're kind of on autopilot. It's called a paradigm, and most of those thoughts, most of our our behaviors and our habits and our conditioning and our paradigms. We're learned from the first seven years of of Earth. I'm not Earth, but of being on planet Earth. The first seven years, grown up, you're one through seven ages. So when what happens is we start to get these behaviors and paradigms, and we're stuck. We feel stuck, and we're thinking negative thoughts a lot of the time because people are watching a lot of、uh, negative news. They're surrounded by negative people, and then we're just on autopilot. So what I would say to your audience, the back to basics audience, is to get really conscious and really good. At becoming aware of those sixty thousand thoughts, and whenever you have a thought that comes in that's negative or self-limiting, or just a toxic thought, what I call stinking thinking, you know, let it pass. And then your greatest power is the ability to choose a better thought that's going to serve you. And the better you can do at that, the more results you're going to get in life 
with your health, with your spirituality, with your finances, with your relationships, and when all the pillars will improve because of your thoughts. I believe that we, we don't get what we want in life. We get what we are. And what we are are those thoughts. So we could think a better thought. Wayne Dyer said, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. And when you change your thoughts, you're going to change your life. So I encourage your audience to choose better thoughts, associate with people who are thinking about positive. They have positive goals. They're working on things and you could hold each other accountable, but it's that thought. It's those thoughts every single day. Once you get really good at that, everything will improve. Well, that's uh, all about back to basics. It's just going back to, to the thoughts and the moment uh, of whatever you're thinking, you know, like zone everything out and, and focus on what you're focusing. That's right. Uh, and that's- I have a quote of the day. And the quote of the day is, it is health that is really wealth and not the piece of gold and silver. That's by Mahatma Gandhi. That's a quote of the day. Hope that actually quotes up and and channelizes this uh, show today. And as I always say at the end of the show, everything in life goes back to basics. And that's what we did today. And according to Ben Adadi, live in the moment. And that's what we did too. Thank you guys and enjoy and I'll see you next week. Next week's episode on Back to Basics. Plug it in, you have a clicker. You and I know there's not too much that you could do to get yourself in trouble with that. And I was going to hack you with that. So whether you have one of those TVs or a thousand, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get hacked. But smart TV is a different story, right? These are internet connected devices sometimes with a keyboard, then it's a little different. Now you might be getting malware onto that. Someone might be monitoring what you're watching. Somebody might be stealing your account.